You're listening to the TechFedition Podcast, Episode 105, Facebook, the Kanye West of the Internet. Hello, welcome. My name is Sergio. I am the host. The host? The host. Wow. Of the, yeah, the, host. the TechFedition Podcast. This is James, still coming up to you from Canada. And hi, everybody. It's Clarence back again. Another week. And check it out. We have a special guest this week from the Reality Breached podcast, Reed. Hello, rah, rah. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> uh, we, got, we got some news. We have actually a lot of really big news this week. Oh, uh, man. Oh. A, a lot of things that, that shook the world of technology and entertainment. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, I think the most egregious one is the first one we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or so it seems our favorite uh, DVD slash uh, internet streaming site is is uh, doing some pretty weird things lately. Um, of course, we know over the past few months uh, they lost stars as far as a content partner. We're talking Net- about Netflix, right? Yes, Netflix. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Should okay. <laughs> Netflix. Uh, we we lost stars as far as a content partner, and also uh, they made changes to their service to where they raised uh, did a little price hike. Um, so uh, Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix, uh, wrote an open letter to their to his users, uh, saying that he's so sorry for all the confusion and it's his fault. And then he just slapped us in the face, saying that they're totally spinning off the DVD division into. <laughs> a service called Quickster, uh, as weird as that sounds, but I'm not making that up. Uh, Quickster. Quickster. So it's it's still owned by the same company, but they're uh, a totally separate division now, which is just weird. It it really really is, and I have no idea how this how someone in a meeting said, <laughs> well, "Let's do this. It will fix things." Yeah, I mean it, it, it just brings wah, more confusion. Wah, wah. More confusion to the 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 Netflix user out there who's trying to make sense of all this that's been going on lately. Yeah, like the, as of late, Netflix has been they just seem really bipolar. You know, it's like we want to be streaming. Oh wait, no, we want to be DVDs. It's like oh wait, we don't want to be either. Yeah, and then the the top it off the name they chose is like something horrible. Uh, <laughs> Which another company has chosen a weird name we're going to talk about later. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. They've just been doing some weird things lately, man. They, I don't know if they can rebound from this, man. I, I, if you would ask me six months ago if, if Netflix had any uh, had anything that could bring it down or, you know, or if there's any chance of it falling off his throne, I would have said no uh, without a doubt. But now it just seems... You know, like they keep making these weird mistakes and it's just going to come back to, to haunt them in the end. Well, I, oh, and I noticed on here we are talking about they're on a, like a 52-week low. Like they've just kind of been, yeah, damn. Uh, yeah, the, the stock is, is they've, they've erased 12 months of massive growth in, in their stock. So, I mean, these decisions are undoubtedly, undoubtedly not sitting well with the stockholders. Well, I mean, my question is, what what's challenging them for this? I mean, is it Redbox? 
no, or no, no, nobody is really challenging them. They're just kind of shitting in their own cereal. Yeah. I mean, the thing that kind of got the ball rolling on all this is when stars pulled pulled out of the deal with them, and refu- even though Netflix chose to offer them more money, they still decided to pull out of uh, of extending the contract with them. And I mean, that made everybody pretty much raise an eyebrow. So, like, it's pretty much gone downhill from there. Yeah, and I think it was a really bad idea to call more attention to the price change that pissed everyone off. <laughs> yeah, let's let's bring the thing y'all y'all hated back up again. That's that's gonna sit well with you. And and now and now not only is it you, you, the, we're sticking with the price hike, but now it's gonna be two different charges, and you're gonna have two different accounts. Oh yeah, just pissing people off. Yeah. I, yeah. I I can't like who thought this was a good idea. That guy's like the Tony Hayward from BP Oil. <laughs> can't just send a letter out to everybody and say we're sorry and shit be okay yeah <laughs> that's true uh, um in in related news apparently and it's not on the dock or anything but uh, apparently netflix may have to pay a hundred thousand dollars for the twick the, the quickster twitter account <laughs> because the name was already taken. Oh man, this it, is some uh, weed smoking kid who owns it, and he's <laughs> he's been putting up these weird po- posts like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make a deal with Netflix now." Yeah, they, I'm in negotiations and all this crap. I'm like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> come talk to me once the <laughs> once it's in the six figures. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just it's just crazy, man. It's no, weird. That's, that's- that's pretty damn funny. I gotta admit, that's pretty damn funny. Weird, weird set of events. I, I hope he gets it. I, I, I hope they pay a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> for that stupid Twitter account. That would be great. I wish I owned it. They, they deserve it. They, they deserve to have to pay that much. And on the other news, uh, sell south. Uh, if you, if you. You should have heard uh, that AT and T is trying to acquire T Mobile. Uh, and there's been all kind of debacle going on about this, and you know it doesn't seem like it's going to ha- going to happen because recently uh, uh, the government stepped in and, and taken issue to this uh, proposed merger, and and now Cell South has jumped in on the anti antitrust suit to try to keep this thing from going through, uh, stating that uh, it would result in higher prices, less innovation, and fewer choices for customers. Uh, particularly with Sales South, um, it said it would uh, affect regional uh, car- carriers more so as far as, far as acquiring uh, devices and keeping prices competitive in, in nationwide roaming. So, Sales uh, South throwing their, uh, you know, they get jumping in a fight. Throwing what little weight they have around. <laughs> Spire! Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. we'll get to that. Um, or, or, or so they seem little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, th- this seems like uh, I, t- I don't want to use the word power play, but it's it's a great way for sales out to get attention, which they like getting attention. Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. Because it at first, you know, I mean, you would be like, why would sales out even enter this when the government is already in it and they're probably going to stop it from happening? But it was, uh, I mean, I think it's strictly a PR move. Yeah, yeah, I like I I, I like this PR move, uh, because it's funny. 
<laughs> we love funny. It, 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 it talk about perfect timing, huh? huh so oh, yeah. Yeah, it was so coincidentally timed with the announce, announcement that uh, Cell South is completely like rebranding themselves starting three days from now. When is it? The 26th or something? They will cease to be Cell South, and they will be called C Spire. Oh, gosh. With the tagline, Personalized Wireless. <laughs> yeah, okay. Man. Yeah, I, I got wind of this actually like a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it, it's been kind of an ongoing story because my brother noticed like them laying fiber in front of his house. This has been like months and months ago, and he just got in some type of meeting with uh, – he he works for the county schools. He got in a meeting with the guys from Telepec, and they actually said why they were laying the fiber. But uh, you know they're they're doing it in, in conjunction with Cell South. And what what I think it, the big part of it is is they're going they're launching the LTE service, so they're trying to get the fiber out so they can you know have the fast speeds on their towers. But yeah, if you drive by any Cell South uh, today or or tomorrow. You'll see that the signs are covered with this uh, thin sheet of plastic that says "Sell South" and there's something under it. So, <laughs> so any no, person, no. <laughs> go ahead. Now, are, are there going to be any changes to services with this? I mean, well, is it? Well, like I said, they're they're, lay, they're laying fiber all over the South, and they've already said they're going to be launching an LTE in late 2011. So this could be part of their. I mean, they still have the countdown on their site for like the mm-hmm. next three days, and they've already released their name. So there's got to be some other big announcement behind it that they're not telling telling us. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be an announcement saying they're they're going to be offering LTE service. Yeah, uh, I know it's also been rumored that they're getting an iPhone. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so sick and tired of hearing about these iPhones. Well, well, at this point, the iPhone 4 has been out a year. So, I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it would be great for them to get it. But at this point, it's like, blah, yeah. And they can't really say anything about the iPhone 5. So if they come, if all this is just to announce an iPhone 4, I would be really ticked. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it'll be the. I don't think that's the sole reason, but I, I, probably drastic changes to the structure of their their contracts. Uh, probably unprecedented amounts of you know uh, hardware that that you can get through them, and as you said, L- LTE service. There's a lot of things that they can announce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, this 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 countdown is kind of pissed me off. Let's go ahead and tell us already. <laughs> <laughs> well, wh- whoever is in. Uh, Cell Souths or C Spires um, <laughs> P- PR department, those dudes know how to do their job. Because yeah. the past two weeks has been nothing but Cell South news just popping up everywhere. Yeah, I mean, and not just on any sites. These, these are like popping up on Engadget frequently. So, I mean, yep. they're, they're doing their job. Yes. Uh, moving. Let's move on to some game news, fellas. Yeah, so so let's talk about a game that didn't exactly do its job as far as uh, public uh, perception. Yes. <laughs> oh, Reed can join the conversation now. <laughs> Reed, Reed, you played Crisis, right? Or Crisis uh, Two? Yeah. Did yeah. you enjoy Crisis Two? I did enjoy it. Uh, well, uh, part of the team that made Crisis Two is going to be working on a Homefront sequel. For THQ. 
No, see, that's odd. I didn't think this game did nowhere near well enough for them to warrant a sequel. Uh, it it did well enough to warrant a sequel. It just didn't do well enough to warrant a sequel being made by the same people. Yeah, but I was about to ask, which game are you saying didn't deserve a sequel? Crisis? No, no, Homefront. no. Homefront. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know that that's a bad game, but I didn't. I didn't think it did that well. Well, well yeah, I mean, it was heavily marketed, so you could you could make the assumption that it was the it did as well as it did because of the heavy heavy market push behind it. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, I, I got to admit, I was wanting to try that game just because it looked like it was interesting. And it looked, I mean, the way they were doing the story, it's like, I wonder how that would actually work. You know, a video game version of Red Dawn. I was like, that would be interesting. Yeah, and like, everyone agreed the premise was really good. The actual delivery of the product wasn't wasn't top-notch like they, they wanted it to be. And while it shipped a lot of units, it sold a lot of copies. The you know and and it it just didn't do as well as what THQ wanted it to do, so they straight up shut down the the the, the developer. They're closed. They don't exist anymore. So uh, a direct question to the the guys from the infinite inf- infamous episode of sequel spinoffs and reboots: Does a, <laughs> does a game warrant a sequel from another developer? Is the I mean if the IP didn't do that well the first time around? That like this is a really weird situation. Yeah, it, it is because if I don't know about now, but I remember uh, with the Legacy of Kane series, you had uh, one company that did Blood Omen, the very first one, and then you had another developer that took over and put gave us the Soul Reaver, which did infinitely better than the original Blood Omen, and they stayed with it, so it worked good there. Yeah, uh, but uh, as far as today, I'm not too sure about that. But Crytek's got a great, uh, great history. They got a great uh, product line that they have done. So I guess I don't know. If you want a sequel done, give it to people that know what they're doing. That, that's, that's true. That'll also add to the hype as well because yeah. I've not heard one person say anything bad about any of the Crisis games. Right. Other than maybe the first one, it's like. Well, I, Man, I, I know get the stuff to play this. I know Halo, of course, did well, but like, does Halo Halo Four fall into that category? Basically, it it, it does, but they, again, I know I know it did well, but yeah, but yeah. this is this is kind of like I mean, with Halo in most games in general, this this is kind of like the reverse of what happens. It's usually the bigger developer giving it to off to the smaller developer that that's up and coming. Yeah. Right? Yeah, this is really weird. Like, I think the closest analog that has recently happened, I would say, is uh, Far Cry. Because Crisis was, or, or Crytek was small when they made Far Cry. They made Far Cry, everybody was like, "Woo, yay, that's amazing!" <laughs> and and then, like, they went on to make Crisis, and Ubisoft owned the name Far Cry, so Ubisoft was like, "We'll just put one of our teams on it," and they made Far Cry too. Which is kind of what happened here, except instead of you know the first game being good, it sucked, and that team got fired. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think any. I couldn't say anything wrong with it as long. Hopefully, it's a better game and everything. And the guys who had it first should feel like they're retards because <laughs> they had potential for what the second people make, which would could be really good. I mean, they then they know they just screwed up. 
Yeah, yeah that's that's a good point. Basically saying they they messed up the IP, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they well, did something. But I mean, wasn't the game. But also, it's it's kind of hard bringing out new first person shooter IPs because everybody, because it's like you can't do anything right because everybody complain because it doesn't play like Halo or Call of Duty, or they just complain because it does play Call play like Call of Duty or Halo. And it's, <laughs> you know, they can't win for losing. Yeah. Uh, that, that's true. Well, what what I think is 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 funny is obviously THQ thinks they have a brand that has enough recognition to put more money behind. You know, so so if anything, this just speaks to the strength of their marketing department. Yeah, that's yeah, true. true. That's true. Because we don't need the developer; we just need the name that they created. And That's make it better. Point. That's sad. <laughs> I hope those guys hey. find jobs. <laughs> yeah. That'd, that'd be terrible. It's like, oh, we're, we, you're fired, and we're taking your property. Bye. Because, um, I, mean, I mean, I saw a copy up in one of the uh, <coughs> GameStops up here, and I sat and played it for a little bit. And it controlled great. It was uh, the level that I played. It was a great level design. I was really interested in the story. I just have not had the money to be able to pick up a copy and play. I mean, it looked and played very good. So, you know, and it's just one of those things I would love to sit there and, and try it out. Yeah, I've thought about playing it. Um, and, and I don't know something else that you probably wouldn't need a job to play because it's making a little shift there. Ah, uh, yes. Another topic Reed can talk about. DC Universe <laughs> Online. Woo! It's going free to play. I bet it is. As as someone who has played <laughs> a lot of DC Universe Online, how does that make you feel, Reed? Uh, I, don't, I didn't really have a happy or unhappy feeling about it, but it makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, I, I mean, they're just following <laughs> like with uh, the Lord of the Rings did because yeah. the Lord of the Rings MMO went free to play, and then they're uh, but they switched it up to where you had a lot of uh, microtransaction content that you could do. And their profits skyrocketed. They went in like the first two weeks, went to like 200% profit margin of what they were before. Like other recent converts are Age of Conan and uh, Star Trek Online. So it's Mm -hmm. like a lot of them are going that way. I'm sorry, Reed. Hmm? I'm sorry, I cut you off. (laughs) Oh, no, you're you're fine. I mean, I I think it's the best move they can make. Why do you say that? I I just don't think the game was good. It's not worth paying $15 a month. (laughs) It's not good enough to pay $15 a month. The truth comes out. I'll I'll pay $15 a month for WoW. I'll pay $15 a month for uh, the Old Republic, and it's not even out yet. But I know I'll pay $15 a month for it. (laughs) It's just not good enough. A lot of it is good, though. That I don't want to make it sound like it's a bad game. I just think the... Some of the structures just aren't up to snuff, like the you know up to par with the other MMOs are in their experiences. And then the the whole console MMO, I I want that to work so badly, <laughs> so very badly. But it, God, it's just so hard to make it work right. Oh, that's that's like anti-hardcore right there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, please, please casualize it just just a little more, please. No, 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 I don't. No, I don't mean that. It's just the functionality of playing it on a PS3 or any console. It's not, you know, I'm not talking about the hardcore aspect of it. That it was fine and all that. The menu systems were fine. It was just 
I don't know. It's hard to explain. You I, just I'm want not... the sit back experience, or what's that? You just want like the sit back experience of playing on a console, or oh, oh no, I like I like the hardcore experience. You know, I, I like doing the whole raid thing, like in WoW and dungeons and all that mythical stuff. But you know, th- this game just didn't have what WoW had, like has like that, and that that's what I mean. Its flaw is more uh, than I anything. See. It's structure and the gameplay in how you interact with each other and interact with the world is lackluster to me. Wow. Well, isn't it something that was already done with uh, City of Heroes? Yeah, and yeah, and that's another good point to say that. I mean, this isn't the first time it's been done either. It's just has a staple instead of, you know, generic superheroes, it's DC's characters and all. And and none of that's bad, and I think they could go a different way with it, and it'd be a lot better. But you know, it's mm. Sony; they can do what they want to do, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, there will be three different levels of uh, of free, I guess. Uh, there's there's free, of course, for people who are new to the game and have not paid any money. They'll have access to certain areas, and they'll be able to purchase stuff like game packs and and whatnot. Uh, then there'll be premium people. And you would fall into this category, Reed. People who have spent at least five dollars. Uh, that that includes former, you know, paid subscribers and new players who have purchased five dollars of in-game items. Uh, you know, just basically, they're giving you a title for having spent money. Congratulations. Oh yeah. Then there are legendary people who continue to pay the fifteen dollar monthly fee. And what what do they get? A <laughs> title or yeah, just, no. Uh, they'll get like DLC packs at no cost. Um, They'll get more character get slots, uh, more inventory slots. Boy, I love more character slots. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's basically for – it's like we know there are going to be people who want to continue to give us $15. Let's make a level for them. Yeah, so will yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, so, so, like, so they like don't said, cancel their automatic payments. Like I said, when you first said it, when you first introduced it, this is the smartest thing they could do. Well, good. I'd like, I'm, I'm glad – I'm glad someone who has first-hand experience w- with it understands the move and is not mad at them. Because a lot, a lot of the times when when things go free to play, people just they complain. Well, I well, mean, see, I, I go mean, ahead, it, go ahead, sorry. Go, no, go ahead, James. You're more important than me. Say <laughs> <laughs> that. I'm only on reality breach, so. <laughs> wow. Well, I have to admit, I think. <laughs> I mean, I've been interested in it. I might actually try it out since it's you know free to play, just to see how it is. I'll probably get bored with it because I generally kind of do with the uh, the MMOs. They're generally not my cup of tea. But I think it would be... It's definitely a great way to get new people to come in and try it. That's true. They won't, yeah. you know, they won't get me spending money on them, but... <laughs> and that, and that, was my, that was the point I was going to make. It just... It's the smartest thing because it makes their game the most accessible. When it's already... It's not strong enough to support everyone paying $15 a month, but it's strong enough to lure people in and convince them, hey, you should spend $15 a month so you can get these things. But you can play free for now. Good point. Yes. And it's just like DLC. It's just netting money. Just like, And then the iterations of fighting games like Marvel vs. Capcom 3, a year later they make the actual Marvel vs. Capcom 3 that they should have made a year ago. <laughs> We're not going to get into that, though. <laughs> Well, I'm, yeah, I'm not trying. To. 
Speaking of things getting significantly cheaper, Clarence? Uh, yeah, at least, uh, or at least for a select group of people, uh, Comcast is going to be offering, or maybe offering already, I'm kind of unclear on that, a uh, $10 plan for low-income households. Um, <clears throat> this Comcast Internet Essentials Program is what it's called, and it offers $10 a month internet service or... Uh, according to this article, also $150 computers to any family with one child who qualifies for the free lunch pro- program at public schools. And that's a lot of people. Uh, a few few uh, caveats, though, only 1.5 megabits per second, which for $10 a month, that ain't bad. That's what you, the average person gets for a DSL service, which probably costs much more than $10. So uh, Comcast being a little uh, altruistic here. Pretty cool. Yeah, that does sound like a good idea. I have to admit, because uh, that's really helpful, especially for the kids in school where there's so much more that for online. I have a lot of classes in school that you know require you to be able to go online and do stuff. Now they don't have to, or possibly don't have to sit there and just wait in line at at the school. They can go ahead and you know get to it. That's yeah. a great idea. It is it's definitely a sign of the times because internet is becoming more of a utility, uh, sort of like water, which you know you can survive without it. But I mean, it's just like to this point, it's like something that every everybody pretty much needs to do it, almost anything productive. I mean, go to the store, you don't see some people gonna say go look on the internet. You know, I'm, it's it's like a fundamental thing that everybody should have in some way, shape, or form, but. Pretty cool what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's going to end up on the Monopoly board in the next edition, so it, it may just be. They're <laughs> next, huh? <laughs> yeah, the, the Wi-Fi hotspot is going to be a space on the Monopoly board. Oh, man. And it's going to be the third utility we've always wanted. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> to make those pieces worth a shit. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. You're... You you do love Monopoly, don't you, Reed? I I really do enjoy Monopoly. I enjoy that game. Wow. Wow. Well, fellas, I I know I personally know that all three of you have a Facebook account. Who does it, man? Uh, I I don't know. I guess significantly less people as of today. If if all of their threat threats are true, uh, so Facebook changed. What what the inter- the internet is mad. Yes. That never it, happens. No. Like, yeah, that never happens. <laughs> never. So Facebook changed. They, they added all kinds of like stuff that pissed off everybody, apparently. I, I didn't even know they had changed. Like The the, the, the changes did not hit me because I had had my Facebook open overnight. And I see all of these updates saying, Ooh, where'd my, where'd my most recent button go? <laughs> Why are all these what's top your, stories here? In that what's voice. With, <laughs> what, what's with that weird like feed inside of feed? Feed of the feet? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I love when you do the one of four voices you know. <laughs> <laughs> that includes your own normal voice. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> and I, I want to get you guys' opinion on what's your opinion on the Facebook changes? The big one, the biggest one being the feed inside of the feed. Like the, uh, I think that you know. I'm sorry. Before I get your opinion, I just want to say there. Someone posted a picture of uh, what's his name from from Pit My Ride. 
uh, uh, exhibit? exhibit exhibit yeah exhibit? and you know how they he's got they got that 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 meme that's a picture of him just smiling and the caption they put on it was yo dog i heard you like facebook so we put a facebook up in the upper right corner of your facebook so you can facebook <laughs> while you facebook oh man <laughs> oh man so funny that is hilarious but it it, it it's apt i mean because it's I don't know. It, it, it's just the fact that as soon as you get used to one bit of how it works, it's like, oh, all right, all right, I got this figured out, great. And then they change it on you. It's like, it's like we we're having to go through bureaucracy. You know, it's like you get. Um, personally, I think a great example is you got a college student that's just finally figured out how, after much trial and error and pain and everything else, how the filing for their financial aid works, and they got it down. And then they go in, and all of a sudden, oh no, we changed it. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Except that's yeah. way more serious. <laughs> this is like it a is. cosmetic change that in in about two weeks you'll be you'll forget happened. It's so true. Yeah. That is true, but you have a lot of people that you know they just can't handle that. I don't know, Miss. Like, why? why you are right. You're right. Yeah, I, I guess Facebook has reached like a critical mass to, to the point where. If if <laughs> like the the people who are complaining are the same ones that go, what do you mean Channel Seven is now Channel Fourteen? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but th- isn't this kind of like how Facebook does everything? They they think they know what's best for us, so they just do it and and just make us accept the changes and like what y'all just said a second ago. In two weeks, everybody will forget and just accept it and live with it and enjoy it because they know what you want. Oh yeah, they they do. You just don't know that they know what you want. Yeah, they're they're the Kanye West of the internet. <laughs> oh <laughs> snap! Oh that, man, that, that came out to be funnier than I thought it was. <laughs> Bazinga! Oh, <man>. Bazinga, <laughs> bitches! Hey, for for those of us not in the know of the industry, as you three gentlemen are, what is the Facebook within the Facebook? What is the feed within a feed? I don't. Yeah, uh, I haven't looked. I don't read anything. I don't. You know, it, I just it, know what people tell me. Explain to me too, because I haven't. I haven't got these changes. Yeah, for if you reload so. Facebook on a, on a PC, because what I had to do was close out my Firefox and bring it back up, and there it was. Uh, oh. What it is is there is a small window above the chat section on the right side of your uh, Facebook that gives a rundown of a bunch of different statuses. Uh-huh. You know, or basically just the feed that you're already seeing is miniaturized and put on the right side above the chat section. Like, is that the upper right or lower right? Upper right. Okay. Now, yes. it, it doesn't include any pictures or any video or anything. that, that t- It's basically just text. And the, the pictures that are there are the profile pictures, but they're really small. Why do I need that? Um, that I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't... Why, why do I need that, Sergio? Look, I'm not I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. I don't no, know. I, I know, but I thought you read, you know, stuff and you knew things that I don't know and you Well, know. they just thought it would be easier cuz I guess they just felt people were sick and tired of popping on and being able to automatically see the first thing that they get to see is all that stuff going down so they put it over here. But now I got the message and if you hit home, you go back to the full feed. So you get what? to see the full feed pop back up. Well, if they like took normal. it away and put it in the top top corner, I mean, where 
was it, in the middle now. No, they didn't take it away. Uh-huh. They just well, put well, another I mean, one put, in the top right-hand corner. Yeah. So, so there's so there's the news feed going down the middle. Yeah, and they rearrange stuff on the news feed to where now you have a top stories section. What? That? Where uh, where it gives you the, the 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 top stories from your friends, or the the top feed items from your friends for the like the past twelve hours to twenty four hours or whatever, depending on how long it's been since you last logged in. But but they but isn't that in the middle of the screen? That's in the middle. Yes, below yeah. below the top stories are just the recent stuff that you know that, that just happened. How does Facebook know what I like? <laughs> is, it, is it like Pandora or something? Do I write yes, yes. Now? Facebook has become Pandora of friend of chatting. Wait, are you serious, or are you just being sarcastic? Like, like stuff that is like has a lot of likes or a, a lot of uh, comments, they're going to automatically throw up there so you can see it first. Huh. Blah. I wish Mark Mark Zuckerberg would talk to me because I don't give a shit. It <laughs> just sounds like a waste of time. I, I don't know. I don't know. They also added a, a follow feature to where you could follow people or follow items without Wait, thought, being friends. I thought Twitter did that. It, that's exactly why they did it. Yes. I'm confused. Are we talking about Twitter or Facebook? No, we're talking about Facebook. You can now follow things on Facebook. Yeah, weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird. Like all this stuff, of course, we'll get used to, and it's not really that big a deal. It's still Facebook. You're still Facebooking. Google Plus. The day that Facebook launched all this all this new newness on the Google homepage, instead of having a traditional doodle, all they had was a giant arrow pointing at the Google Plus section of Google. Yes, yeah, I, I noticed that. So that, wow, what a coincidence! <laughs> oh yeah, it's like, hey, that website that pissed you off today, we got one of those. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I don't know if we talked about this last week, or maybe it hadn't even happened yet. But the Google Plus is open for like anybody now to go sign up. You don't it, need a paid invite. It's just it opened the same day. Wow, <laughs> they opened it the exact same day. Just <laughs> crazy, like. I, I, I don't think it's going to really matter much, but I think it's hilarious. Uh, and finally, our last bit of news. Uh, Sony is releasing a headset that you you, you mount to a... I, I'm not your quite head? sure what... Yeah, I guess your head. But it <laughs> no, no, it, it sits on your head. It's like uh, they're trying out the new VR, the VR glasses thing again. So... See how that goes. Again, again, you see, we say again because we've been seeing virtual reality headsets <laughs> in movies and in prototypes for what twenty five years now. Yep. But now this isn't uh, at the moment. It's not really doing like actual virtual. Like from what I'm seeing, you're not going to be able to just look around and you can look in the game. Uh, but basically, it's a brand new on your face TV. So that way if you want to sit in a room and everybody else wants to do something else but that's where your system is, you can be in your own little world. Why, why, why don't why don't they just market it that way? On your face TV. That that sounds so much better. <laughs> Cuz that's not a dumb name. They got yeah. like they they got to come up with something just like you view or face view or a view to kill, just something stupid. A view to kill. 
<laughs> you know, like a good kill. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Reed? You're, you're the one who, who who pointed all this out to us. Um, I don't. I, I kind of agree there. I mean, I really don't. For you normies who don't have any, you know, physical handicaps, there, I, I don't see why you guys would care at all. It doesn't make a point. Doesn't make any sense to me. Somebody like me who has a visual impairment that has to get, you know, like three feet from a screen to see it or less, depending on what I'm doing. Uh, that that is pretty awesome in a way for to think about. Like if I could watch really watch TV from sitting on a couch and feel like I'm in a movie theater. I mean, that is pretty cool. However, socially ostracizing me. (laughs) Because believe me, I've been in that situation as a kid where I had this headset that my parents just thought would make my eyesight get better. It was this headset that was essentially a camera that I could control it and see further away and closer. And believe me, I felt like, the most giantest nerdy douche ever. <laughs> well, I, I will say uh, from my experience uh, being on the submarine, these things are great just because for sailors, you know, that they're stuck out there, you know, and there's only so many places that you got to watch anything. You know, there's only so many TVs anywhere. So you've only got, you know, you got to, whole bunch of other people you got to worry with setting up time it's great because then you can sit there by yourself and be able to yeah. play in your, in your own little rack and everything else uh and i gotta admit the specs on it are really cool uh you basically you have a its definition is 1280 by 720 uh and gives you basically like a 750 inch screen from 20 meters away so basically like you're sitting in a movie theater mm-hmm. so that's really cool i gotta give them that one it's yeah, it, it also provides the the surround sound in your ears too, which is kind oh of yeah, cool. the 5.1. But I gotta tell you, 780 bucks is actually not that bad for what it is. Yeah, that's not awful. Man. That's expensive, but for what it is, and it supports 3D. I don't know if one of you said that, or at last I heard it did. Maybe it doesn't. Um, more than likely, it does because uh, there's actually been a lot of really good uh, technology that's come out. For the 3D stuff, like Panasonic's got uh, 3D TVs where you can just have like your movie theater 3D glasses, and it works awesomely. Yeah, well, if if the Virtual Boy had 3D, I'm sure this will have 3D. Yeah. I, I would like to say this, and I, I maybe this will close it out. Maybe all three of you will agree with me about this thing, but I, I just don't think we're ready for that kind of thing. I mean, if the PSP Go is going to fail, I mean. I find it hard to believe that this thing is just going to take off and revolutionize the world like Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't think it's a matter of us not being ready. I just don't think there is a market. There's not a large enough market for someone who wants to stay stationary and have something on their head like that. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that is a definitely a better way to put it. Not necessarily ready. Just there's, there's not that great a demand. Yeah. I mean, dirty porn shops might take it. Or oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, and the bill goes oh. off in Sergio's head. <laughs> it's like, time to open up a porn shop. We can make millions. <laughs> millions. And invest hundreds of thousands first. <laughs> We're going to need like 20 of them. All right. Well, hey, that does it for news. 
let's jump down to what we're playing. And James, I'm going to let you go first. What are you playing? Alrighty. Well, I got two things I have been trying out. First one I will talk about is Burnout Crash. Burnout fans here? That me. That'd be me. Oh yeah. Back Anybody in the day. Else? Okay. All right. Well, Burnout Crash has taken a very different view on how to do things because it's a top-down, it's a straight-up top-down game. But here's the kick: this thing, this isn't a racing game. You guys remember uh, Burnout Revenge, where you had all the? Well, yeah, Burnout Three, Burnout Revenge, where you had the uh, the crash mini games. Mm-hmm. Yes. Crash mode. You know, try to make the biggest wreck you can possibly make. That's all this is. That's hmm. it. Like you have to go and you have to hit one car and start up, uh, and you try to make the biggest mess, cause the most damage possible. Uh, but where it's interesting is how we had the crash breakers and the rest of them. You always have a crash breaker that's building up. Like it's slowly building. It doesn't matter if anything's coming or not. It's building up. But the more wrecks you have, the faster it builds. You can hit it, blow up what's around you, and move the vehicle with the aftertouch and cause more. Now, as you rack up in points steadily, you will unlock special stuff. Like you might have a bulldozer that comes through and just rams through stuff. You might have a... Shoot, all kinds of stuff that, that come through. And you get to the end of what you're doing. Uh, if you allowed five vehicles to – or five strikes. Like if five vehicles get away, you're done. But uh, the less strikes you have, at the very end of the level, they'll have a big, huge tornado that comes through and just takes out everything else. Like visually, when you're doing it, it's kind of fun. It's very simple. Um, but it's very interesting. I mean, I like, it's, a very, it's a different take on burnout, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's weird that they're attaching the burnout name to it. it, it I guess it makes sense because it is a, a, a fraction of you know old burnout games. But when you think burnout, you don't think puzzle game because what I, the way I understand this is it's kind of a puzzle game because you're trying to get you know from one place to another without running out of you know juice and it, racking up points. It's not racing. No, it, it definitely is a puzzle game, but it's not you're trying to go from one place to another. It's just you're trying to cause as much chaos and going on and racking up the points. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do I mean by one place to another? From that, from this car to the next car, with you know, without your multiplier dying. Yes, I mean. So, what do you think about the top-down view as opposed to like the the 3D uh, behind the car 3D view that we had before? Because I mean, I, I played this a lot uh, in, in what. The uh, the version of Burnout that had it in it. I don't know if did more than one version have this in, this mode in it. Uh, three and Revenge had it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought don't it know did. About Dominator because I never played that one. Okay, I mean I I played the the crap out of this thing and I loved it, but I just can't see myself doing the whole top down thing. I don't. <laughs> I I I think it made it be able to cost ten bucks. Yeah. Well, also for for what they're doing, you need the top down because that way you get to see all four parts of the intersection. You get a full block of each intersection that you can see, so you can see what's coming and get yourself situated to deal with them. That's what it is. That's the reason okay. why you have that top down because it's a top down from a sky view. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I just hope they get off their ass and make a new burnout game. That that's all I'm saying. Like a, yeah. like a proper burnout game. That would be very nice. I have to admit. Yeah. Uh, what else you playing? 
another game that's come out that I'm playing is called From Dust. Uh, I had not heard anything about this. I popped, went on the uh, the PSN Tuesday, and there it was, and so I thought I'd try it. Um, it is definitely a puzzle game, but it's done very differently than anything else I've ever played before. Did you guys hear about this game? I did, yes. Okay. Uh, basically, what it is, the world has been washed away. Uh, there's a few people left, and what it is is they're, uh, I guess they're Aboriginal. Is that what they have their origins? Because they use a lot of the Aboriginal uh, uh, musical instruments and stuff, and whatnot. Basically, what it is is when you start off, you have to create what's known as the breath. That's basically how they communicate with the world. Uh, and what it is is you take control of the breath, and you reshape the landscape to do what you need to do in the game. Like you can move dirt or water so you can change the flow of rivers so they can move around and get to this or that. You can uh, do all kinds of stuff like that. Um, so far from what I've played, though, you just move water or soil. But you have a lot of stuff you got to do. Uh, but you can sit down if you want and completely change how the entire maps look if you just want to goof off and play around. Uh, you can change... Because uh, there's several places where there's waterfalls, and you can change how their flow is. So if you want something that you can just kind of goof with and just see what you can do, uh, it's very interesting. Hmm. Uh, I mean, like for for definitely on the cheap PSN download game, it's got a lot of promise to it. It's also on Xbox. Yes, yes, it is on um, Xbox as well. What's the point of the game? Like I hear that it's kind of like yeah, I think so. I hear it's like Lemmings. I never played Lemmings, uh, but yeah, it 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 uh it markets itself as a god game because you're you've got a huge overview of the entire landscape of the world, and you're just trying to do everything to get your people to live to to spread out and all this stuff. So uh, it's, okay, so so it's something like black and white or uh, like Civilization. Something like that, yeah. But you're not you you don't build any of the villages or anything like there's totems and you go to the totem and once you have a way made that the people can get to it you call them to go to that totem and when they get to the totem they'll start up a a village and then uh but each but once you get past a certain level there are certain totems you have to get to and you got to be getting to them pretty quick because uh it gives you a power of a song to protect your village from a natural disaster that's coming so it might be a huge tidal wave, or it might be volcanoes. So there's always a timer going on those levels, counting down, let you know how much time you have to get stuff done. Hmm. Uh, sounds like a headache. I mean, I definitely wouldn't mind playing this. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah, well, I like... would just say download the demo and try it out. And it's one of those I thought it was uh, very addictive. Like I've sat down with the demo and just played through a lot and I sat down uh, with the second level and just saw how many different times I could change um, the river flow from the waterfall springs from the mountains just to see what I could do with it and there was just so much freedom you have is for what resources you have to use sweet cool well what am I playing uh, last week uh, we talked about me playing Shadow of the Colossus right Oh, yeah. This week, I'm playing the other half of the Ico Shadow of the Colossus collection. That would be Ico. 
Uh, it is. I, I'm, I'm very sad to say Ico has not aged nearly as well as Shadow of the Colossus has. You can't believe it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, so at this point, Ico's 10 years old, right? And well, i got to admit that if you look as far as chronology of the story, that's the right way, order to play it because it should be uh, Shadow of Colossus, Ico, and then uh, The Last, Last Guardian. Guardian. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know that that Shadow was a uh, a prequel, but so they're the same universe. Yes, they are. Yes, I did not know that. Yeah, uh, but oh man, this game is slow. <laughs> I, like I, I played it about six years ago, so I, I knew what I was getting into. But, oh, it's so slow. So well, it's it's definitely that puzzle game, straight up. It's it, it, it's sure. it's like. It's like Prince of Persia minus the excitement. <laughs> what does it leave you with? <laughs> Just trial and error, climbing on crap. And it, it's it's also the longest escort mission in gaming. Yeah. Because you have to drag that 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 white Yorda. woman around Yorda around everywhere you go. Aren't and neither like, one of you can yeah. understand what the other is saying to the whole yeah. game. So it, it's not a bad game. As I said, I've played it. I completed it. It didn't. It's it's about a seven-hour game, so it's not too much of a hassle. But uh, so so graphically, does it? Do they give it the same treatment as they gave uh, uh, Shadow Colossus? Just uh, upgraded to 1080p and pretty much, pretty much. It, it's it's a solid port. Like the, the, there's nothing wrong with the port that they did. And in fact, uh, I did some side side comparisons, just like I did with Shadow and. They actually upped the 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 resolution of a lot of the the graphics. Like uh, the, the the way I, I checked that is there was a checkerboard floor that you're standing on, and instead of having like 20 squares, they would have like 40 to 60 squares. So mm. so they did upgrade. They did more work on this one than they did on Shadow. It's because they needed to. <laughs> because oh man, it, it was so ugly and so slow, and now it's still kind of ugly, but still so slow. Uh, but if you're into low-impact gaming... <laughs> well, I mean, when it first came out, it was definitely revolutionary because it was just done in such a way that uh, people hadn't seen before. But, you know, those guys are very much... they Their games are like playing art. Yeah. Just yeah. about. Yeah, they, they, they definitely aren't focused as much on gameplay as they are on the visuals, which... There's something to say about that. You know, something to say for that. So, so what, where, the, where does this lead us with The Last Guardian? I mean, what do you think they're going with it? I don't know. The Last Guardian has been in development for so long at this point. What what I think, what what I think they're having to deal with is someone has told them you need to Americanize your game. Hmm. Possibly. Because. Mm-hmm. The, the, these two games are very... They're Japanese in that there's no multiplayer, there's no online anything, there's no... There, there's there's nothing that makes them feel like a modern game. And if they're releasing The Last Guardian to a modern audience, you can't just release another Ico game. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think that would be an issue for them. I gotta admit that would be interesting playing Shadow of the Colossus as a multiplayer, having to work as a team 
to take down one of those things. That would see that would be awesome. I don't know because I mean, if you get the people that just really suck and don't work as a team, and then yeah, and that doesn't happen in any other games. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I mean, it, on the internet. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hey, Reed, what are you playing? I know you're you're always playing games. Wait, what about Clarence? He's is he not playing games? Well, he didn't put anything <laughs> on the dock. I was wondering if uh, I'm sure you're playing something. Um, I've been playing Dead Island, Demons is is Souls is, <laughs> and uh, Final Fantasy IV: The Complete Collection. Wow! <laughs> All right. So now, what what have you been thinking about Dead Island? I first off, the hype is nothing compared to what that game actually is. But it's still a very good game, I think. It's very fun anyway. If not an amazing game, it's very, very fun. It's very fun with multiple people. Um, and the only other, the only real gripe I have about that game, you know, technical issue, little technical issues and story development, character development, I can get over it for all the fun that that game has. I can, I could care less about that. But like the RPG element of that game is, a little not it's not as diverse as i wish it was because each character has uh a, three talent trees they can go down they're all the same talent trees just different per character um and you, you really can't go you basically have to go down the same one for just about every character you know or at least you have to start off that way you can't really fill out a specific role even when playing with multiple people you don't really fill out a specific role you just kind of do damage and you have a few utility talents that help you personally and maybe your team but even those things are overlooked even you know if you didn't go for them it's not like anybody would miss it now i have a question my system's not really set to where i could play this online so i haven't even bothered uh-huh. but <laughs> have you been on a team yet with all four of you just sat around and just seen how much damage you could do just stomping the fuck out of the zombies yeah, actually, because I mean that stomp is just almost godlike, and what you can do with it. Yeah, and what that actually is is like as you go, each talent tree has a has a single point talent, one in the top, middle, and then in the bottom, and that's where you get that stomp move from, where you like double stomp the shit out of their heads, and and yeah, that move is just that that's crazy. It's just you deal like. 90,000 damage and they just you know they're just dead it doesn't matter <laughs> you can't you can't abuse that too much because you can still be interrupted when you do it like the zombies can still attack you if they're more around but you know it, it is still pretty brutal and it is fun to be playing with four people in all four different classes it's fun one big arc that I had as far as just the technical issues I just thought about the game has the function where you can where you can change the functionality to say you're playing single player or you're playing cooperatively, and then you can open and or close up to three public slots or private slots. And then, but you have to do that at the main menu. You can look at it in the game when you're in game, you can look at those choices that you made, but you can't change it. Oh, oh so yes. you can't change it on the fly. Yeah, you can't change it on the fly. You have to go back to the main menu. Like, because if you forget about it, you know, you've got three public slots open, people join your game, you don't want to play with them, you know, you don't think about it, so you're like, oh, 
and you got to go back and change it that way instead of being able to do it in the game. And there's also no way to reset your talent points that you spend in the game. There's a way, there is a way to do it, but it's a really shitty way to do it. It's a way you do it, and you basically lose all your uh, item progression that you've done, which is just really, really bad. Oh, you will like you. We can complain about that, but we really don't know how hard that would be to implement, you know, real time. Which one? You know, being able to make that change on the fly, you know? Uh, I, will, I will give you that. I know nothing about programming or making a game, so maybe that's not as easy a thing to as it as it could be. I don't know. Yeah. The talent thing, though, they could fix that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that just pisses me off. Um. Final Fantasy 4, I'll try and be briefer on the other ones. Final Fantasy 4, the complete collection. I've loved that game since it came out in 1991 on the Super Nintendo, and I still love that game. I, I hadn't played the After Years or the Interlude, which are the two subsequent games in this package, but it, it I just that's one of my favorite Final Fantasies of the entire series, and I, I've really enjoyed playing it. And I'm almost done with it. You better finish it. Oh, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> oh, I'm like, gonna finish it. Um, and demons is souls is. <laughs> I, I must be into SM because that game. I love that game. I really do like it. But God, Jesus Christ, is it hard and is it uh, freaking annoying? Hard. I heard it was pretty brutal. It's it's so frustrating. It's it's fair, but to the point of where. You know, one more step over, and it wouldn't be fair. You know, they, they give you all the tools to do what you need to do in the game and to fight all your enemies, but it's a lot of trial and error and with very strict gameplay mechanics that do work. You just have to do it right. Uh, yeah, see, that that game is the farthest from what I want to play in a game. As of what you're playing right now, it's the farthest from what you're playing. The way you described Ico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> it, I, I do like it, though. I like the satisfaction of doing well and learning from it. I mean, even though the hours of yelling before I do well at it happens. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it's that, definitely satisfying. That almost reminds me of uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Because the first time you play through it, there's a lot of times you're just pissed. But once you play through it a couple of times or take your time and you find some of those rare items, yeah. it makes some of the fights just too easy. Yeah, they, they don't really have, from what I've seen, they don't really have that in this. And and I wanted to add, when I, when I was talking about that the game is very strict or that it's, that it's not unfair, I mean, think about these old games where you'd be playing like, Gattaca or whatever the spaceship flying game was. Galaga? Galaga, yeah. And you'd have these bosses that would shoot 17 lasers out of their mouth that would home in on you. And there was just this millimeter crack of the screen that if you made it (laughs) into that, you'd home free. But you had to be, you know, the the amazing computer that did good at chess. I don't remember its full name other than Blue. Deep Blue? Deep Blue, thank you. Unless you're that, you know... You're only you're not gonna land that. It's not that awful. But it, it, it's almost like uh, an RPG action version of a bullet hell. Yeah, 
yeah, that, that's a fair. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. All right. Well, hey, like I'm not playing that game, so I'm glad you are, so you can tell me about it. Oh, I'll tell you all about it. When Dark Souls comes out, I'll tell you all about that too. Cool. <laughs> well, we got a deal of the week. Yes, yes. Well, now it's it's something that popped up that I thought was very interesting, and I thought I'd put it on here uh, for anybody that may not have gotten the email. Uh, but Sony put up an email if you were part of PN and whatnot of a pre-order bonus um, because if you guys heard about the the new thing that they're wanting to do with the 3D with the screens and stuff. Uh, it depends on what new thing you're referring to. <laughs> uh, like each person have a full full screen uh, doing multiplayer. Like instead of having a split screen, each person has their own screen. Ah, uh, yes, they put on different glasses, and the glasses block out certain like I guess wavelengths or whatever, and they only see what they need to see on the screen rather than you know. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, the the, the yeah these TVs are, well they're only they're OLEDs, um, the 3D all that stuff. High definition, best you can get, it, but they damn expensive. Okay, I mean, it doesn't matter which one you're looking at, damn expensive. So Sony's got a pre-order bonus deal going on for 500 bucks, uh, a 24-inch version of theirs, and it's straight up called PlayStation 3D Display. Looks very what a, interesting. What a creative name! <laughs> I know. Uh, now you pre-order this, you automatically get uh, like the new MotorStorm game, but also they're having a pre-order bonus to where you get Resistance Three as well, and you get one set of the glasses. So. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't think any of these games that are coming out actually support the two, uh, the two-player, you know, full-screen experience yet. It's just the technology is there, and it will work. Well, the the MotorStorm game that you're getting free with it does. Really? Uh, yep. And some I of the other know. games that are uh, PSN, de- you know, the DLC games, uh, they will have patches for it as well. Uh, Super Stardust has the patch. Of course it does, because they patch that game to include everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's like one of the it's one of the top downloaded uh, PSN games. It's a lot of fun. It's simple. It's easy. And really, if you think about it, that's the best way to do it. If you're gonna go about it. Yeah, they're like, oh, we have Rumble now. Let's put that in Stardust. Oh, oh, we have 3D now. Let's put that in Stardust. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like I said, it is a pre-order. Um, the TV itself won't be available for pickup until December 1st. But you have to hop on this before the 30th of this month. Uh, after the 30th, uh, the pre-order bonus is over. Mm. But I think it's also like a special price where it's not that stupid expensive because I think otherwise this is going to be up to like eight or nine hundred bucks. I, I, I don't think the price is changing. I think that, but I think the pre-order bonus is 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 the time sensitive thing because they, they announced this display at a uh, was it E three this year? Yeah, E3, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and and then and they dropped the 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 price tag on that. So I don't know. Like, it's 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 really intriguing, and I've actually thought about it. Like, I don't have five hundred dollars to drop on this thing, but I've, I've got a I've got a desk that I could put it on, and it would be really kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it comes with it's, it's got your standard features, HDMI, it's got the PC input, hook up your TV, all those things. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you got like a small room that you want to game in, it's perfect. 
uh, I think it, it's really good. I don't think that's too bad of a price point for what you're getting, honestly. Especially from what I've been seeing come out, I don't think it's too bad a price point at all. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh, Clarence, you have a tech roundup. Yeah, and I really didn't know where to put this, so I just kind of just threw it in a tech roundup section. <clears throat> okay, let's... Uh, the name this is an app uh, currently in development for iOS, iOS but is going to be in development for Android also. Uh, the name of it is Zombies Run. And uh, with Carl, we've talked about uh, virtual uh, augmented reality games, which up until this point, every augmented reality thing I've seen has been visual. Well, this is going to be a audit auditory augment augmented reality game so what what's what's that i'm sorry what what is an augmented reality game uh well have you seen the apps where people kind of just like hold up their phone and and virtual things overlay on the top of um of a building or a or it might be some words written on a wall they might change it to say something else or something like that I have not seen that, but it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, well, it's kind of just kind of popping up with the the prevalence of smartphones uh, in recent years. So, but uh, this is an auditory experience for that, where you're actually uh, running from zombies. It is actually a workout game to where you are <laughs> doing these missions. <laughs> no, no, this is cool. Just, just go with me here. <laughs> I'm not not laughing at it. That's just that's hilarious. Yeah, but you're you're basically doing these missions to to work out, and uh, you know while you're running, it might tell you uh, reaching checkpoint A, um, and then you know if you fall below a certain threshold of speed, it will you'll get the sound of zombies coming up behind you, like they're getting closer and closer. So the 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 only way to rectify this is speed up and go faster. So so wow. And uh th- what it does you just start it and run and like once you get finished you get various uh power-ups and supplies and once you get back to your computer you can uh offload these supplies to your base or whatever and then it gives you more missions and more missions. And the reason this whole thing started these guys are trying to get on this thing called this uh site called Kickstarter which is for it with which it raises capital for people to start uh, new projects and stuff. And so, I mean, this is just like something cool that I, that someone pointed out to me that I don't think is being done in any fashion as far as the audio is concerned at this point. Yeah. that That's really funny. Like, I, I don't know how effective it would be to get people to work out, but as big as zombies are right now. Oh yeah. It makes sense. Now, but the thing is, uh, is do you have to hold the phone up? No, no, no. I mean, are you doing this or? Yeah, I mean, if you look at this video on the page, and I'll put the link in the show notes, it basically has the experience to where you don't have to touch the phone once you start it. Everything is gauged on how fast you're running, uh, and it will like give you signs of checkpoints that you're supposed to uh, uh, go to. Well, not really signs; it just tell you once you've reached the checkpoint. And okay, actually. So- and actually, in game, there's like a map, but you don't have to like do any turns or anything. But you actually follow this map to different routes, and once you get to a particular 
particular part, you get different supplies and stuff. And like I say, if you slow down, you hear the, the sound of zombies creeping up on you. And, you know, I think it's just something cool to add to, you know, the running experience that could maybe get somebody who to run who probably wouldn't otherwise. <laughs> yeah, like they can go really, really crazy, like bonkers with this. And it put uh turn on the GPS navigation uh-huh. and map out the actual area you're in. Oh yeah. And and put like power ups in the area that you're in and you have to run to those actual areas to get the power ups. Well see that's what I was gonna ask was now is this gonna use like a map application with it as well, so if you're in your own area? Uh, no. As far as right now, these these guys are just getting this off the ground. I'm pretty sh- pretty sure they'll be adding all this stuff in. But I mean, as far as right now, the basic premise of it is just it has a map with a route, but you can actually just run in a straight line on a treadmill if you want to, and you'll still follow that route uh, in the game. But I, I mean, that is a great idea that they would eventually integrate it with GPS and integrate it with you know, actual routes that you can run. Because, you know, I've, I've had running apps on my iPhone that actually uh, map out, you know, on a GPS, the exact coordinates that you ran for, you know, if you're running down the street or whatever, it maps out the exact coordinates and it'll show a line graph on the map. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure all that's coming, but, you know, they're just trying to get off the ground at this point. So I, I kind of expect big things for the, from these guys because this is a, definitely an original idea. I agree. Uh, like, I, th- this is the kind of thing that makes smartphones really cool. When when they yeah. when they take all the different functionalities of the smartphone and use them in really crazy ways that you don't typically would see or would think of, it it's it, it really exciting. I like it. Oh yeah. Well, hey, that that's it. That that's the end of our doc. Is the show okay. is the show over? I think the I think the show's over. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I just want to take a moment to, to give a shout out to Reality Breached. Check out episode three, uh, oh. part two. Uh, I, I don't think I'm I, I, like that intro. I'm, I I don't think I've ever put anything on the <laughs> internet that I'm more proud of than that intro. <laughs> yeah, I will agree. The best intro ever. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out. Read read is on there. So. You still here? You still with us, Reed? Whammy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as a yes. Uh, as uh, usual, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, visit the site techpedition.com. You can uh, subscribe to our RSS feed. Uh, I've got I've got it going into my my Google Reader account, and anytime anyone writes anything, it just pops up. It's like, hey, read me. So. Don't forget they can follow us on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I don't know. Can can you can they do that? Check. Follow on Twitter and Facebook. You don't have to oh, have but, work. But, but, but come to the site. We've got to have the hit. Oh, oh, they can follow us on the Facebook inside the Facebook. Yes. <laughs> Facebook and Facebook. Would we get credit for two hits if they click on the Facebook inside the Facebook? Oh, not my brain. Oh, oh, oh man. Check us out, techpedition.com. Um, also, listen next week. We'll have more tech news and, and stuff that pissed off the masses, because apparently that's what we do now. We talk about stuff that pisses people off. Go south. Very, very quick.
What really grinds my gears. Wow. See you next week. Very, very quick. 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 I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. <laughs>